also this episode dedicated yeah. to Tasha. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. Why are you here mm-hmm. so looking for eating and not seeing her? Not seeing her face, so yeah. Look! Look at she did! Look at she did! Look at she did! Oh, I know here myself. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody's screaming. The views expressed in the Up Inside Your podcast are that of its presenters and do not reflect the views of its sponsors. The side effects may include laughter, love, black business promotion, constructive criticism, understanding, laughter, fun, withdrawal symptoms when we go on vacation, laughter and scintillating conversation. And let me and let me run the thing. And we live, live, live. And yeah. we are live here for our next episode of the Up Inside the Podcast. We up inside your business, we up inside your beliefs, we up inside we up inside. Uh this week's episode, let me get off the road. I hear my boy Chad. Yeah, we're getting uh, all people in. Chad, I share. Chad is here. How you want? Whichever you want to look at it. How you want to look at it. Chad is here. It's your boy Kita. I hear too as well. Unfortunately, at the moment, Janelle is not here due to some unforeseen circumstances. But we can still Janelle anywhere she is. We can show social love same way. You know, everything nice. Everything nice. Um, This episode um, is called commitment versus detachment. Chad. before we go further, you could give me a heads up as to who pouring this episode this week. Yeah, man, of course. You know, we always got to big up the amazing sponsors that came on board with us. So uh, last week, Keita and I were in the beautiful avenue of the Trident's Cuts Barber Studio. We got big them up wherever the maze. And Every don't time. forget yourself. We had a I'm lot of fun up. up in there. We had a lot of fun up in there. And we suggest to everybody when you want a fresh cut, because you know it was the main slogan, every cut is a what? Creation. Creation. Every so, cut. So, big up. Trainers, trainers, um, trainer cuts. Barber Studio. We also sure. got big up. Barely Sober Entertainment with the big one coming December 25th, Christmas Day, Entanglemus. So, you know, I'm looking for all I want to be there. So, all I want to know me, whenever I meet me before, 
I don't really come out. Kido will tell you, I'm not really going to wear. And they looking to make sure that I present for this one. So I'll come out and introduce yourself. Tell me what's your name on Instagram. So you can be like, oh, yeah, you start with that. So I'll make sure I'm going to be or yeah, they can for sure. from one of those anytime they up on the road. Bigger <laughs> Alorosity Media Productions. Without Alorosity, we cannot be bringing this life to you. God give thanks and, and prayers all the time to Alorosity. Yeah, Media Productions. Seabell, Seabell, that is in menstrual cups. You know, yeah. I really can't talk much about it other than the fact that it is a brand new alternative coming into the market for the young ladies that um, bringing benefits to the um the painful menstrual cycles and then we also got big up trevor and tony's mobile terror service I, can tell you, I saw them i saw trevor and tony a day in christchurch i was making moves and then the other day when i was on my way home i was going through it called you know um by andrew sugar factory and i see the men rolling so when these men tell you that them them available 24 7 and that them does come everywhere. They're making a source for I tell one of this. I see them in St. Joseph and I see them in St. Christ Church. So the men are playing that game. Anytime it's a tall one got problems, get into contact with Trevor and Tony's mobile tire service for sure. tire repairs on the spot and more. And we also got big up me first mobile massage therapy services. We gotta get sure. that information out to the people as soon as possible. We can probably put that on the Instagram page. So that I want to know how to get in contact with these people regarding massage therapy. These are certified massage therapists. These are the play player people. These are professional entrepreneurs dealing with mobile massage care. So big them up, all of the sponsors. Give thanks yet again. Talk to the people then, Kita. Yeah, so we about here. Um, this week's episode is commitment versus detachment. I uh, it's always an interesting topic because we got a lot going on right now where we put a lot of emotion and effort into things locally. Sometimes it might not work out and we might not even know why they're not working out. Uh, you might think, some people might just tell you, man, you're committed or you 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 try too hard or all these different things. But, you know, uh-huh. you never know um, for yourself when you're actually in these situations. Only when, some, when you take a step back and look back at it, is realize why it didn't work out for you. So we're talking about commitment versus detachment. So for you, yeah. Chad, uh, right. we were, we, what is your thoughts about commitment versus detachment? Like, well, for me, usually when you hear the terms commitment versus detachment, automatically the human psyche goes to that of relationships. But there is definitely more to commitment and detachment than just the, the um, vague view of a relationship like you could think about committing to being a better individual you could commit to um, being a better person adding value to your life and the life of others um so uh, there's there's a lot when it comes to commitment like right now we committed to bringing quality content we're up inside you and that's something that we started um in season one and we continue to roll in season two and we never detaching from this situation. Um, I guess Google will go up go down or something in order for we not to be on here. But even if that go down, we can find another way to get to one yeah, of them. So with, de- with, with commitment, we believe in giving 100%, whether it is mentally, spiritually, um, romantically, I guess, mm-hmm. we get away from the relationship. I really want to start there. But detaching, it also could be a positive thing or it could be a negative thing it, it just all depends on the 
the, the, the specific situation at the point in time because there are good, there are positive ways to detach and then there's negative ways to detach. Advantages, disadvantages, you can't get away from it. But how about you, Keita? What are you thinking? Or the people in chat that keep talking about? Well, well, I see Jason here says something about this is fine. What are you talking about? Jason asked me yourself, man, you wasn't here last week and I know that you ain't up to date on the class. You gotta explain yourself a little better. What 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 is spam? You gotta explain yourself. So anyhow, okay, just talk to me. Tell me how you feeling about about um about the commitment versus detachment. All right. Well, um, back to your like definition, commitment for me, cause I just, I like to look at going Google and Google these terms to see what the nice pretty words that fall or associate with these words, right? But for me, commitment is you literally committing and giving your all and what's not for a particular cause, a particular effort, a particular slogan, a particular meaning or a reference. For me, detachment is is a little different because it, it plays a major part in your, I guess, day-to-day, whereas you use a lot of emotions and stuff to drive the things that you do, right? So um, it's to me is like basically disconnecting yourself from your feelings in a situation to show where your um, whether it be like relationships, um, decisions that you make in your job, money, you name it. But basically, you're taking the emotions of the situation and basically taking a step back. Um, a lot of people and detachment, but my major topic, I guess, I could talk about between the two mm-hmm. because detachment plays. A major part, especially, I guess, we could start on at the workplace, because you know, many a times we go work and we'd be stressed over things that people would be saying, "Man, where you would get yourself stressed over something like that?" There, and you know, because you put a lot of emotions into it, it, it affects your peer grade, it affects how you operate your daily operations. Because you know, at work you get comfortable doing certain things, and I think when things change, you might not look at the whole picture, and you just let your emotion outburst and. Your boss might look at you and say, but there's a change, change is constant, but you're just fighting it because you don't think it's a good idea, but you ain't, you ain't take a step back to see why it was done the way it was done. Not saying that every situation when you are at work that a change is made is good, but sometimes uh, we use a lot of emotions in those situations to make a decision before mm-hmm. even taking a step back to look at a situation. And kind of like, it, it's, it's interesting because you're you being a committed person to your organization or workplace you have to be susceptible to change and be able to to actually understand like yo these things is happening for a reason blah 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 so it's taking a step back and taking emotion over the things to, to for me to, to look at holistic pictures so the guys is not only bad you know what i mean mm-hmm. it can be used in like good aspects yeah i i hear no saying that everybody want to know about the you know, they're saying the 31 others join and whatever more than later. Yeah. What, I think, what I think is happening is because we saw a group of people coming in. What may be happening is uh, Instagram is recording the number of people who come into the chat, even As though to they may have left. But, yeah. right, but even though that they actually left, they're just deciding, okay, well, we can just keep tallying the number of people that enter the, the uh, conversation. It can be a bit distracting. Yeah. I understand that, but you know, um, Instagram and all the other programs. Yeah, last week, even last week, I was having challenges with IG in the chat because they could only see one comment at a time, and I realized that IG gave me this option to 
do a lot of other things, but yeah, like, you need to be that's committed a, to what they're doing and giving people quality, quality yeah, content. No, but, it's not for, quality but for me, I guess for I guess for iOS people, that wasn't happening because I remember you saying last week you had that yeah. issue, but. But maybe you should try to detach from Android and come and commit no, to iOS. Are no, you just saying? No, 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 you know, no, no, no. That's just a suggestion. No, 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 no. suggestion. But let okay. me add something to what you were saying in terms of work. You know, one of the major things that... <laughs> Recall said he bought here like because he launched iPhones. Anyhow, um, when, when it comes to, to work as well, you know, sometimes you'll be in a job for such a long period of time or you get complacent in a job or a state of mind for so long. You just tend to believe that if you leave the job, that's that you giving up. That's you not being committed to whatever it is that you're doing. But the fact of the matter is, is that you may be in a particular job that is like a transitionary job to get to where you want to be with a career because there's a difference between a job and a career. So you you may need to detach yourself and say, you know what, I go and work every day, miserable. I am happy with the people around me. The ambiance isn't really uh, conducive with productivity. I need to get away from this place. But then you're going to get other people in your ear saying, oh, well, right now you shouldn't be left in a way. Look at all the world going. And all of that kind of negativity that will make you honestly think twice about detaching yourself from that job and then keep or stay within the, the misery, the misery, um, outline so when it comes to committing and detaching you really and truly need to weigh your pros and your cons and recognize what best suits you and that's something that i always advocate because the whole world gonna know for you everybody from the outside looking in there's no for you but you are the individual that have to know for when yourself. it is that you're gonna know for yourself like when it is that it's time for me to walk away from this job now it's time for me to take a step out and determine whether or not this particular line of living is no longer for me. I am no longer happy here. So, and that's what's important. That's that's one of the things that we were so that we were saying. What's, ah, interesting, what you, what's interesting, what you just said though with those topics is that a lot of the emotions that you like listed here just know, for instance, anger, um, uh, jealousy, um, anxiety, um, I would even say like pride, them sorry, different things, pride, um, and know, vanity, all, all sorts of different stuff are what triggers the whole reaction between <clears throat> the whole reaction between uh, commitment and detachment. Mm -hmm. And you, sometimes the detachment is really good for, 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 I guess, workplace, especially dealing with some work colleagues as well, uh, where you might have um, the colleague that can come to you and you get so emotionally attached to, let's say, conversations with them by talking people, that's the thing that you don't realize how deep of emotion that, that, that tolls on you because then you gain all your energy to this negativity or different things and it backfires because then you taking on all this burden and stuff and that really ain't good for, for everybody. I know everybody, especially these people in chat here, got somewhere you know, that that's come to them and tell them everybody thing that happened and try to push that energy and that emotion on them. Just need to detach yourself from the situation, and you know, it, so it is good for detachment in some instances. I mean, sometimes in other situations it may not be good at work, but in some situations it's very plausible and, and something that you can actually because it actually strengthens you, person. 
Well, I saw I saw uh, Tech Tech said something there just now. It, it kind of slipped out to the thing, but I think he was asking if uh, commitment is a state of mind or if it's a conscious choice. And the, the fact of the matter is that uh, bigger bigger uh, Tech wherever he is, cause that's that yeah, like, he's bringing some he he he's bring some really good um some comments and things that really made you think. And I I gotta say that is a bit of both. Because at the end of the day, when you commit to something, you put it in your mind that yeah. I'm giving 100% to this thing or how much ever percent you decide to give it because they can't say 100%. People is committing and give 25%. We all know that. That's the difference between uh, having a, a, a serious goal versus just having something that you try and attain. Because you know we hear that a lot when it comes to things. And, they, and you know something that just comes to my head, like for example, gives it done. Uh, Dwayne Gibbs is a man that we know Maybe that the work in any bank, and then he decided to give up that job to pursue music wholly because he believed that's what he born to do. So something like that, that's a commitment now because he detached from the regular work life, which everybody looking for, and everybody would appreciate and say, oh, well, you know, um, he working in the bank, so he good and he's stable and all this, but for he to go and make this choice, no, people would say, oh, what he choose to do that, the end of money and this, he can go and work too hard and blah, blah, blah. But my thing is, is that when you got a passion and you truly believe in that passion, we, we just sit on watch pictures where we see a man that was a, a, a top, a top uh, name in a, in a lawyer firm going and left out the lawyer right to go and be a full-time clone. If that's what he born to do and he believed that's what he born to do, who's we to try to tell he that he making a stupid choice? Because that's, at the end of it, all happiness is what you want. Uh-huh. It's it be what here, like what you mind telling you that what makes you the happiest because uh-huh. you're not gonna let everything is go back to what you want and what your goals are in life. He might be working on a job making the money, making it unhappy, whereas he might be being a clone or uh-huh. or, or, or 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 selling, I don't know, selling nuts on the side of the road and be happier because. He might be a people's person. He might be more interactive. He might feel better dealing with people. That's our way. Like you know what I mean. So it's a lot of different, a lot of different uh, factors in, in it because mm-hmm. you can be happy and not. I mean, making the most money and unhappy, or you can be happy not making that sort of money, but in your mind or your mental, you know that I comfortable. This is stressing me. This mm-hmm. is what I like doing and what I enjoy doing. And if it's saying that you that passionate about, then. Nate here so I say some good things though. Nate said is partial commitment really possible? Of course it's possible, Nate. Because at the end of the day, you you could partially commit to oh, there's a perfect example, going to get your license. How many people out there right now decided I want to learn to drive? They went and get the permit, went through all of the hubaloo, but then when it comes to actually going out there and calling somebody to teach them how to drive, when they decide, or I can go in now and do the um the test, they might be lagging. Somebody might get into UE and decide, oh, I want to finish this in in five years as opposed to six. That's fully committing, but then I got people out there so that would decide, man, they can just take a year off and they can go back. and So you could partially commit to anything, you know, and... He said, if you're not fully geared towards your specific goal, then can you describe yourself as committed? Of course you can. Listen, at the end of it, all is all kind of to individual choice. And whether or not we care to say, oh, this person is not fully committed to this or fully committed to that, only that person could know what for them. You know what I mean? So 
But I want to speak about I want to speak about some things about that we should be committing to, because for example, I mentioned at the beginning of the conversation, being better as an as a whole person. You got when you when you think about being better as a whole person, you know that that's a journey, not destination. And a lot of the time, people get caught up on destination rather than the journey. They don't recognize that the journey itself is way more important than a destination because we all know perfection is above us. We can never reach it. So when you go and say that you want to be better that today than you was yesterday and you want to be better tomorrow's Friday than today Thursday, you are actually committing to a lifelong decision pro decision-making process of I want to continually be better than I was the day uh, before, which is however you see fit. You know, like if you want to be a better husband, you want to be a better um, a better workmate, you want to be a better father, you want to be a better uh, lover. I don't know. It's, it's all up to you. So yeah, a lot of people in chat. A lot of people in chat actually saying that based on your um, description of commitment just no there's no technically uh -huh. no such thing as partial commitment it's either you're, it, so from what i'm taking what people are saying is that it's either you're all in mm. or they're in between the inner partial commitment is either you're committed or you ain't committed that, that that's the thing mm -hmm. so, well I, you see i get where nick is coming from i you see what what i'm saying to you nick is that that is not in an ideal world that is what you're talking about there. Because let me be clear. They got people out there so that decide I want to be a rapper. You understand? We look at Lil Baby, we look at Meek Mill, we look at all these people that are successful. But we gotta understand that them is one and possibly five million that train to be rappers and be successful rappers. But but because Lil Baby gets signed. Does that mean that the person or the other 4,999,999 people were not fully committed? They were not doing all they had to do? That's what I'm saying. So because you don't reach your goal doesn't mean that you were not committed. Because you can't just, you can't say that somebody ain't fully committed if they don't reach a goal. It's all about that journey. And everybody's journey is different. So I can't look at you, Nick, and say, you have our same working out because you know we we become um, instagram friends and they see that you that you work out and you you big and all that sort of thing but if you don't make it to ifbb pro does that mean that all of you hard work all of you sacrifice all of you energy was wasted you understand so so i just feel like there is a very thin line between committing and the committing that you talking about so, but I, I understand you. I, I can wait, see wait, that wait, the way wait, that you reason that you are very black and white. And that's cool because I's a black but and white man too. But when I'm talking here, I gotta be I gotta be very um objective. What grass between what two y'all saying is that the commitment is very determinant of what your personal goal is. Because uh -huh. from the outside looking in, you're for a man that committed, you gotta uh -huh. know what your goal is. Mm -hmm. Right? Because for instance, you see a scenario show like the IMB. Like BPF Pro, whatever the gym term is for that, uh, uh, that uh. competition or whatever that level, um, that might not necessarily even be his goal, but because we, he don't make it, somebody from the outside might, might looking at such he 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 ain't committed to the cause or he ain't committed to the cause because of that, but they don't know what his goal is. That is for people on the outside looking in. 
but you're going to know what you determine as commitment for you a person because he might tell yourself, man, he just wants the nationals and that's comfortable for him. He might be fully committed to that. He may not be fully committed to going all the way. But because he uh -huh. may go all the way, we might look at any situation and say, my they ain't committed because of that particular situation. So mm. that's just my interpretation between the two arguments that you guys have. That's that's a good that's a good word to use, interpretation, because I just I just believe that it is always kind of to interpretation. You know, every everybody don't walk in a straight line to a goal. Sometimes you just gonna make a little deviation or a yeah. little um a little back road. And the the thing is I I you know how I looking at it is that I thinking about people who who I know personally that will be committed to something, whatever it may be. And sometimes, you know, it is very difficult to recognize that that you may not necessarily reach this goal, but it don't determine that you were not fully committed. I just that's just my my point of view. We could we could keep moving on from that. Um what I would say also too is to commit to things that push or challenge you to ascend. You know what I mean? Because we, that that also goes off of the energy of being a whole person or being better as a whole person. Because the more that you try to do better, I believe the better you become as an individual. Whatever and whatever scenario that may come, I just feel as if well, okay, all right. Well, if if you, I was reading uh, something there, so that Nick said again, but pretty much that's just we talking around that point over and over. So um, I, I even got here so goal-seeking and keeping your eyes on the prize. But I also have enjoyed the journey and not only finding solace in the destination. Because, look, we, this thing can be, I can see that this thing can be a, a circle that's always, because it, it can always come down to the individual and how they deem what is success, what and how they feel about what it is that they did, or how they went about doing it. You follow what I mean? Because, yeah. Keita, let me ask you this. When you went to school, your goal was to be in banking? No. So, you're in banking now, and you're doing a very good job at it, and you actually ascending in the different areas of banking. You don't deem as if you life feel, you don't feel as if your life got purpose and it moving in a direction that you're proud of? Yeah, point, point taken. Yeah, indeed. Right. So, all I'm saying to people is, because I might be saying, I want to be a movie star, but I don't get to become a movie star. That don't mean that my life is unsuccessful. I could go and find solace and being on the radio or saying and being happy with that. Though. You know what I mean? So I just feel I just feel that it gonna come down to an individualistic point of view of how how you view um committing to something and being and being determined enough to to do whatever it is you do that's made you happy because that's another thing about about human nature too. We might got one particular goal in mind, and then that goal is changed. We, we direction might change. You passion might change. You understand? So, yeah, so that that's how we feel about well, that. I any they both of them is technically my states. So uh -huh. yeah, you, you might tell somebody that they committed to something, but you don't know how the person's thought process is. Mm. Um, how the person actually thinks or views the whole situation. The quickest thing people say is that you're not committed to the cause. Or you're too committed to the cause, but you don't know how the person views the whole situation. You went on, so how the person views the situation. Mm. All right, so let me see. Um, 
Back to detachment, though, because mm-hmm. you know commitment, commitment to be full circle. That can keep going on over and over. Yeah, because commitment is a huge, I guess, issue a lot of people have and what's not. But, and that can always come out of bias still. I believe that's what I can come to. Because you but, view a commitment and my view a commitment can be maybe the same or maybe completely different. Yeah, I guess y'all could agree or disagree, but I yeah, end yeah. it back to detachment. Mm-hmm. Um, I I see detachment as also a very, I guess, meaningful factor. And I mean, um, you guys do a lot of um, metaphors and stuff with these situations with commitment and describing what you think is partial and an actual, not actually partial, but for me, like a metaphor that kind of like exhibits or portrays the maximum amount of, I guess, um, maximum amount of detachment would be, for instance, remember when you were like a chill, right? And you would be on a pass at school at lunch or something, and you might see a butterfly, right? And uh, you want to catch this butterfly. And the more you run to this butterfly, you further the butterfly go away from you can't catch this butterfly. But when you take a step out and start running off the butterfly or whatever, the butterfly will come and land on you. Mm. Or come and land near you. Right. That that is kind of a situation where it was silly. That is more so of a detachment situation because it shows that you might be too invested into something and something you need to take a step back for things to come full circle back towards you. Mm. So that that kind of I guess exhibits detachment for me in, in I guess personally find the actual definition of detachment uh-huh. to show how it would benefit you. Um, detachment okay. is, I guess, a major or minor part of what we do. Uh, I know I draw the reference to situations where like work experience and that sort of thing with employees and what's not, but sometimes when you detach yourself from situations, it, it benefits you. Not necessarily only if you're mental, but you're, it benefits you health-wise and that sort of thing too. Because well, detachment, you're kind of decreasing uh, your stress level and your reaction to certain things. So that is um, right, 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 right. But you know, with detachment, though, that could become that could come from a place of either objectivity or being em- emotionally aloof. And yeah. when you emotionally aloof, now you're disconnecting from your feelings, which may not always be advantageous to what it is that may be happening. But I do agree that it depends on what it is that we're talking about. Because you shouldn't be right, because you shouldn't be emotionally aloof to like you girlfriend feelings or you or your boyfriend feelings. You understand what you're saying? Because that's something that is serious. So if you in a commitment or in a relationship with this individual and you are not being objective. And that goes both ways because it's a two-party thing. If you're being emotionally aloof, then the deep involvement that is necessary for that communication to work, it ain't gonna really happen. And they can make the relationship a lot, a lot like stressful, a lot more stressful, a little more rocky, all that sort of thing. So I believe in detaching, being both objective and being aloof, but you're gonna know which which one to work with, whether to be objective with your detachment because you could look at it from um like what's a good example now like oh detaching from things that are necessary you understand yeah um where i would say detaching from technology ever so often because one thing that i why why i've noticed over the the years obviously with we being introduced to technology and technology taking over 
the world as we know it, the opportunity to speak to people face to face is now becoming less and less enjoyed. People prefer to speak to one another behind <clears throat> behind phone screens. It's becoming normalcy for me to slide in a DM and talk to somebody as opposed to walking up to somebody and, and talking to them. So sometimes I would say it's best for people to just take a little time off from the technology and work on the social skills, which is things that will never go out of fashion. Well, maybe, maybe not, maybe not right now, because most people don't want to walk and talk to anybody given COVID. Well, well true. Uh, I guess that's true. Or what is perceived as COVID. That that is true. But I, I meant it with, I wasn't even thinking about COVID to be honest. But still, we all see that we still moving around, people point. still partying and and everybody still interacting on some level. So I feel like stepping away from technology from time to time and giving yourself the opportunity to meet people in person and talk to people and work on their social skills is, is beneficial, you know? Excuse me. So I would say, but but then again, don't don't detach too much from technology, especially when up in say uh, on online, because we that's how we interact with winner. So uh, don't do it on Thursdays, if anything. If anything, <laughs> do it do it no, another yeah. time. Different, so, different, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, um, going back to the things or people that are unnecessary, detaching from those things, those negative influences are important because we got to recognize that a lot of those, a lot of negative things come with that, like low self esteem, um, not believing in yourself enough, taking people, taking all, like, I have to be perfect in front of these people. If not, I don't feel as if we're doing anything. All of that is so many of you got to be constantly proving yourself to somebody or something for their friendship or for their approval. That ain't where you need to be, though. That is definitely not where you need to be. People should be constantly encouraging you for whatever steps that you're making. If you say, oh, you can start a little computer course because I'm the best with computers right now. Yeah, go ahead and do that. You never know what opportunity might come positive words as opposed to saying wait what are you gonna do that for but i met the saints doing that you you use 37 and you know what i'm gonna learn to deal with a computer you know what i'm saying so and then when you say you're gonna send another b no we know that covid put a lot of people out of work a lot of people know trying to be entrepreneurs and trying to get involved in the things that naturally come uh, gifted to them and yet you would still got people out there not believing and what you're trying to do or supporting what it is that you do, which is why we tell everybody, commit to to going forward, getting a, a, a friend's business uh, link or page or whatever, and bigging it up at least every day. If, you, if possible, you know, every day might be a little pushing it, but try to get it done at least four to five times a week. Help that person get through because them is the sort of things you want to do. You got to be nurturing your network. You know that saying, you got to commit to, you got to commit to understanding that making friends is cool, but you want quality over quantity because you could got a whole bunch of people around you and you still don't feel as if nobody is not help to you. You still wasting time. So when you find quality people, you're going to nurture them. That's just for like Kita. Kita is a, a, an entertaining uh, a promoter and that sort of thing. Of course, whenever saying come wrong, we're gonna be pushing, we're gonna be pushing barely sober entertainment because that's Kita. Kita is a quality person that whenever because I see you every day posting saying, brother, 
like every day because you're using your platform to do better. So Amala, you needs to be nurtured. So if you is a part of my network, I gonna nurture you. And I won't bring value to the situation because that's the only way that we can all get you as a people. So stop committing to people who got these negative ideas, viewpoints, they're always giving you the the uh, the, the negative um, feedback when you say something. You will say, you know, I want to start a gym. I want to buy a couple of kettlebells and I got old boys still out there. I want to start a little saying for people. The quickest thing you hear is, man, uh, this was beer stress. Yeah. Well, 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 how you gonna how you gonna deal with that? My whole nobody ain't gonna come to you, Jim. These people, but we don't let you do nothing. So you go, you go get where and elevate yourself from people that are always constantly in Look, that in that negative headspace. So you're saying that you should detach yourself from people in those situations. That those are situations where you should be detaching, because it's mainly situations that I guess drive negativity. Or go to war is that direction of causing that negative, I would say spark too, but that negative push in your life. Because yeah. you, you, negativity or I guess situations where you detached are always situations that one might find that leave you in situations where it's like anxiety, jealousy, anger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like those are situations, but yeah. it all it all starts in your mind. You gotta start from your mind and, and look at these things. Because not everybody can know how to handle a situation where people are always being negative. And a lot of people have disguised negativity and you, you don't understand what the disguise is. Somebody might come to you and you, you know, show you this picture of painting where this person is a bad person. And you you never realize like, the same thing. person comes to you, show you this body else is a bad person. And by the time probably two or three weeks come, four weeks come, you realize that buddy by talking everybody and bringing that negativity towards you because the, the this guy isn't it, but just going at this one person over and over to different people, not realizing that that person is your problem. So that's that's basically what I feel, really. All right, I see. I see uh, something here. Um, Empress said that I try to remember because it just disappeared from the screen, but I can't remember right now. But V saying I find men, especially in Barbados, don't have friends that they can come and talk to men have friends that will laugh or reason or child don't let to offer no support i i it's i true. honestly do think that that is it's a 50 50 thing that's it's a 50 50 thing though because what you can say is that yes we there are men out there that would hear a situation and met sport at it there are men out there that can you know met jeer and sport and that sort of thing but i feel like there are support systems out there for men like and you see the, the, the thing is the reason why sometimes i guess i can't be fully fully objective in a sense is because i study in me <laughs> because i i quote unquote right. my, was my way, own cheerleader i was my own cheerleader when it you say, shit. i hear you say 50 50 but yeah. any day in reality is it's probably not 50 50 it is more so Savage dirty because uh-huh. we live in a, we live in a community where men don't support each one and it's quite evident. Uh-huh. You may go me as your support system, or you might support me, but there's a lot of men out there that would, would rather laugh at your situation mm-hmm. than assist you as opposed but to. Dog, but but if but if that's the situation, how can you call that person your friend? That's what's got me. Like I don't understand how people just be trying about this connotation of friend. And I come into you, Kita. I speaking about me, you know. I feel that saying happened to me bad. 
I like art. I want to talk to somebody about this. I can go and shout Kita. Kita, if I know that there is a 17% chance that you can laugh at me, you you are my friend though. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't label you as my friend because you know me, you jokey, we sporty, we all that things. But if yeah. I know that I can come to you with saying I say Kita, I want to talk to you differently. Seriously mm. speaking, I got saying here that offsetting me, brother. And I come to you, and already I know based off of that that introduction of what I want to talk to you about, you're gonna come to me solemn. You're gonna tell me, Warch, I agree, talk to me, let me know what's going on. And bump, I explain the situation to you. If I don't feel safe enough to know that I could come and talk to you, I can't call you my friend dog. I can't do it. You understand me? I can't do it because I don't believe in that system where men don't take men serious. Like, like I know within myself, men themselves know who they could get to talk with. Though. If anything, they probably don't want to be vulnerable. That's a different story there, so no. When a man don't yeah, want to like if he could be susceptible to gain a horn or get in a situation, be unsuccessful, or going in a situation and lending somebody money and he get mecha fooler, I could understand that a man don't want to be looked at as a vulnerable because you you know men in society we supposed to be strong. We supposed to not be the fool. We supposed to make people look like the fool. But when you use the fool, no, you don't want nobody to know charboy, which and kids are gonna look at me like they soft no because of this situation. Yeah, yeah. And that's the reality of being a man. It, it has a lot, I guess it has a lot to do with your ego as uh, a man and, and the connotations of how men can look at you in the future. And because every time you think about situations where male are like men, it's usually a situation where the person express a feeling where they are either belittled or look less than, than what their ego describes are portrays them to be look to look like. And then from there it's like all downhill. It's like I can feel bad because I know this buddy gonna laugh at me. So I ain't gonna tell this person what they know I mean. I can rather ball it up or I can rather take it out in different ways as opposed to saying that you should be able to express to you brother or you 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 broski, your friend, you this and that, you should be able to express that to that person who's supposed to be your friend or dear for you, but you can't. So the so the ultimate point is that we detaching from situations that can feed we emotionally as a people. That is, yeah, that's that's pretty much what we going out to. Well, I we I could I could back I could back that so. before we detach. We got also distinguish between our ego and reality because mm -hmm. we we use a lot. I guess I can speak on behalf of men, but ego plays a major part in. In our thinking process as men. Mm -hmm. uh, the average man has a pretty huge ego and and they their thinking process is is based on ego and that drives a lot of, of, of force in what they do. So you are you are distinction between your ego and actuality what is happening. You know, you know, um there was something that actually happened to me today as well, Thursday it was it was on Tuesday when I went to the to the licensing authority, right? And there was a youngster that just that I I I saw serious about this year, so called people must feel that I I back up stories when the week come. But a youngster actually come and start we just start talking about the um 
how long the line is and how this process is. And I was telling him, he was big man. I know how things is work. Like, yeah, quite have my license alone. No, the most thing he's going to do is just renew license. But we, we ended up talking. And he was in a situation to me. I don't want to get too into the details, but he actually opened up to me, a complete stranger here. The man opened up to me and explained to me certain things that he was dealing with. And I, I just talked to him from that perspective as a man that would have gone through something similar so many years ago, obviously having a, a child and not being with the mother anymore. And it was so easy for me to give him that information. And that's what we as, a, as males do. We got to learn to do that. We got to learn to be a support system for each other. We got to start looking at how everybody else got them things set up and just work on being we brother's keeper. You know, like, because I's a man, I might not know nothing about, about plumbing, but Nick might know something about plumbing. I was saying, Nick, I got a little issue here at the house, man. This, 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 um, this water is offset. And he could tell me, or right, video call me. Bum, I show he what going on. He can say, all right, that was a quick fix. You just got to go this place and buy this and buy that. Another real good example is a partner. Man showed me and tell me that child managed you putting up the <clears throat> the time when you was working on you on your car. I want to learn how to service my vehicle myself. I tear the mechanics running circles around me. I think, like, dog, that easy. I got you covered. All you got to do is tell me when it is you want me to show you. And when your vehicle wants servicing, it tell you what to buy. Or I can come and go on back with you. We come out here, we use my tools, I show you how you how your service secure. Because naturally men supposed to know everything. Nobody is supposed to learn nothing. I I didn't listen, if somebody would have told me five, seven years ago that I would learn how to service secure myself, I would have told a big man you talking bear jobby. Bear jobby. Because I ain't good with I ain't good with Nancy. I didn't know the difference between a screwdriver and a socket. But no, nobody can come and run the circles around me when it comes to that sort of things. So it's up to me to pass on that knowledge to my brethren. No, whoever it is that want to learn, let me teach them. And that's what we got to do. We got to start committing to we want that as men. You see, you know, like how we love to watch football. And it's actually, it's actually watch um, the men greet one another, hug one another, big up one another. And it's like, that's so normal for them, man. But for, for, for Beijing, man, to do that, it's so normal. Like, hug up your brethren and met little sport and that sort of thing. All of a sudden, it's a, it's a big hubaloo and a big hurrah and that sort of thing. But we can't, we can't do it one way and not the other. If it is that we committing to loving we want another and supporting we want another, we can't be on that same vibe of, oh, man, I want to show this, I want to hug this man because I want to get the world outside the wrong impression. You know what I mean? What is that? Nick laughing at Nick, you like that? You laughing? You laughing at something? Same chap. This is what I did. Oh, what well, about plumbing? That hand on that plumbing. Yeah. Just both names. But, <laughs> but the thing is, right? Uh, we, I think, way the world looks down at men hugging at because women do that with old, with old questions. They don't look back here. Who judge them is not judged upon women when they show affection to one another. You know what I'm saying, from, but it's always an issue if a man, if a man hug a man or, you know, show affection in that format. Mm -hmm. You got to be, but you got to be comfortable with yourself. That that be, that be first step. I don't sit down here and study everything that people think about me or, 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 or talk about me about. I don't live that life. So, you know what I mean? Like people got people to start detaching themselves from people's 
thoughts. That's what I think. Because people sit down and think, man, this body, this body gonna look at me this way. Nah, nah, it can't work, Chad. It can't yeah. work. Then you're looking at chat and these that comments are interesting because sharing knowledge is sharing knowledge is a very uh, important part of life. And a lot of people, especially men, don't like to share knowledge on one another. You know, when we out there that's share the technique doing small stuff as small as putting on makeup and that sort of thing. And it don't be an issue. But for a model to share with you how to service a vehicle that we use do or uh-huh. even a situation like ah, perfect situation here. Two of these guys in chat, right? Um yeah. Nick and a guy that and you guy in China, Justin. Nick uh-huh. was trying to learn new language. Justin live in China. Nick trying to learn Chinese, right? Mm-hmm. And they were able to have a conversation with each other as men, all we were at school to get as men to learn a language or to assist in learning a language. That's things that we should be doing to one another, helping one another to do. In the inside, you should be going about for somebody. And they so think we'll be, for that. So what we got, so we got detached thing from the silly traditional stereotypes and work and commit to doing better when it comes to the circle when it comes to men, because just like what you say, ego and and the measuring and that sort of thing is saying that go that go move that we gonna move away from. You understand? Know it's saying that I should be able to reach out to my brother for help, yeah, or my friend for right. help, and not be looked down upon, not be frowned upon, not to be made uh, ridicule yeah. of, because that's something that I know that all of we as men gonna work on, but because. But because they don't live that life and because they don't allow it around me, it's be difficult for me to understand why it's still going on. But I gotta recognize that there's a world outside of my bubble that I gotta recognize a lot of people still suffering. You know what I mean? So I I really don't know how um we will go about changing that. That's something that I believe a lot of different men will go out come together and, and reason about come together and figure it out. Because for me, because of how I know how it's being, how it's living, it'd be difficult for me to understand it on a sense where I like... But that's when you, right? that you go detached and take a step back and look at the situation before emotion... Uh, yeah, go, yeah. Before emotion... All the more reason why that I said, all the, more, all the more reason why I said that I would definitely have to get more people around me to, yeah. to figure it out because I myself, yeah. I can't see it because, you know, if you... If 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 you live in the heights and terraces, you don't know nothing about, about hunger. You understand? Know right. So you might yeah, be a person that want do your you you want help to 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 solve the hunger issue in Barbados, but because you don't live it or you've never been in it, you can't really relate to it. So because I made my life a process of getting rid of unnecessary things and people from around me, I automatically know how to do it. So. I ain't got none of them issues. I just got, I, but I really and truly understand it still exists and I want to do more. I want to help people, especially men when it comes to that idea. What? Yeah, remember, at the end of the day, we started this podcast mm-hmm. for that particular reason, to help men understand situations for men that are outspoken and don't have anybody to speak to about situations that they are experienced, that they may necessarily be embarrassed, that they can reach out to us. We've been given our email address for that particular purpose. We've had our DMs open on AP for that purpose. Everybody right. knows us individually, and anybody can reason with us individually on situations. 
and that's the one he had admitted in Germany five before this podcast was started. So right. yeah, my my thing is is how can we change this on the global scale? Uh, we gotta start small by small circles of who we can reach out to and let grow from there because that's that's a very very pertinent and important factor of life. Uh-huh. Sharing information and interacting with each other as as men um, right. in that situation. I'm sorry, Janelle wasn't here tonight to give the female, um, I guess, version or view of this. Not saying that Janelle was sharing the view of every female, but it, got it would more. be interesting to hear I a got, female. Yeah, I got I got one more challenge, though, because you know, we talk about women just now, so you can go even it with the women. I, I want women to detach themselves from the fear of rejection, though. You know, I talked about that before, where yeah. that women so accustomed to being, oh, I'm a woman. So people can always approach me regardless of if it is I want to talk with that man in specific. It's like trying to walk away from rejection, man. Put myself out on a limb and make a man feel sweet like a donut for a change. You know what I'm because when you really and truly check it, because we as men are accustomed to rejection, you know that the only time rejection does, does really carry any sorrow is if we, the people, give it value. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because if you if you go and walk if you go walk up to a girl and you on a humble voice, you're like, hey, how you doing? My name is blah blah blah. And I was just seeing you from across there, decided to come over and sh- and talk to you. So I just wanna know if you'll be interested in talking to me. She excuse me, she said no. I'd be like, all right, no problem, enjoy the rest of your time here. And you move on. And like the world gonna come to a close because of that. But that's one very, very um superficial situation. Imagine now when you've gone to a situation where you uh, commit to an, a person and want to live in together and think you can't want to find this body with somebody else. What I remind you of? Now I remind you of saying that happened last week, Frida. You mean when the lady came home and found her man and baby with another man? Okay. Tasha. You mean Tasha? Tasha. Tasha, 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 Tasha. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. you know, we guilty for the same thing because we met a sport, right? Because we don't know who this person is. By the end of it, all when we the done, the part that yeah. people didn't see, we the actually sitting on the barbershop and talk about that. We reason about it for real, you know. Yeah, for sure. We really are truly sitting on and talk about that. We was like, yo, you know what's to be committed to somebody. You living in a house with a person, you going to work today, thinking everything blessed you, your relationship great, you working on being who you are, and whatever, you come home and find this person in the act of basically outside of when a relationship, like dog, that that will blow anybody, anybody head, head gasket, brother. That is, that is, that is so sick. She's on bread, man. Just thinking about that idea, so... Got, got my head growing. You understand? Because yeah. you don't know what you're going to do in that situation, B. Yeah, Jeez, point is. Beast, man. Yeah, it's a tough situation. And in a tough situation, I know some tough people to call. Um, I just want to say uh, a big thank you to everybody who came up tonight to view the podcast a life. Um, you know, he said, you come home, find a man <laughs> in your bed. You ain't going to live. I want to thank everybody watching the YouTube version of this video as well. Uh, please, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. I think we're also available on Anchor FM. Yeah. Uh, Anchor FM podcast app. 
Uh, we'll be coming to you again soon um, next week, Thursday. I just said we want to make any sponsors. Big Isla Ross to make a product, production every single time. Um, big up Trading Cuts, Barber Studios. Every cut is a creation. Boom. Yeah, definitely interesting barber conversations. We have when we get the barber chat. You hear it look good, though. You hear it look, you hear it look thoroughly. You met, you met Trading Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you don't know. No. That's the only place there yeah. so for me. He said, yeah, you come home, find a man in your bed, hit you with the buckle because <laughs> you ain't got no hot leg. Listen, tell Cartel, call me. Sibel, Sibel, the menstrual cups, um, definitely. I know Charlie alluded to young ladies, but it's also actually available for women of any age. They actually watch one of your podcasts. Uh, they actually learn a lot about menstrual cups, which I probably would have never ever learned probably in life. But it's interesting and the benefits. And I think it's something that anybody that watching channel right now could check out. Uh, so you can check out C Bell uh, on AG uh, and information on the Master Cups are there. Um, yeah. They got me first, mobile boom, massage. Boom, 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 boom. They got me first with mobile massage. And that is a good plug. PS5, and try trying to get PS5. So you try to support. Yeah. Big boy on but, I get, but I went get, to get the haircut last week. And then I had about 20 errands to run. And I, I raised a little money so far, though. I tell one of yeah. them, I raised a little sand. That's man. fantastic. Yeah. But big at Trevor and Tony's. Big at Trevor and Tony's territory. For sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. They, 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 they do a lot. They go a far distance. And when they say they're open 24 hours, they are open, open 24 hours. So hours. whether you got yeah. an issue at 8.30 in the morning or 2.30 in the, in the same morning, whatever thing that is, the main still work. coming. They That's what they made this work. They work. That's what they work. Bigger, bigger, sober entertainment. Bigger, sober. Bigger, sober. Bigger, sober. We have a beautiful Christmas night called Entangle Mass. It seems as though um Santa, uh, sorry, Mrs. Claus. I ain't gonna make a thing for that though. I ain't gonna make yeah, a jingle for that yeah. Mrs. Claus had an entanglement, so you know they got big clues uh, to find out what we're really gonna do. So they give me nice. Look for a lot of surprises, a lot of giveaways. We still in here. Yeah, we still in here. We still but in if here. you v if you get drunk, man, cause I am moving. But this hat, I trying to move the hat so you will take a shot every time we move it. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for coming out, guys, tonight. Um, yeah, man. Big I really appreciate you guys. Uh, look out for our next episode next week. Next Thursday at 8 p.m. And uh, if you got any suggestions, man, send it to me in box. If you got any, any suggestions for topics and things in the verses, because we coming down to the end now. Uh, this is what this is the, the seventh or the eighth day is the eighth episode. We ain't got two more episodes in this season. So if you got any if suggestions for good verses, send it to the DM. For sure. Send it to the DM. Good night, people. Wakanda forever. Mm -hmm.